Hey guys, welcome back once again to On the Path with Cheryl Nemhard. I'm so excited to have you with us, guys. It is episode 10. Can you believe it? We are double digits now. It's official. I want to thank you guys so much for all your feedback, all your comments, um, the DMs, the messages. Guys, it is, it's just been blowing me away. I'm so happy that you're enjoying the conversations and that you're loving the affirmations at the end. I think I I just thought that that would be something really special and something we don't see a lot in other podcasts. And it's just something that dropped in my heart. And I'm so glad that it's it's catching on. And guys, if you want to get at me with more feedback, you want to tell me about how the podcasts are inspiring you or something that challenged you or something that you loved, guys, hit me up Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Cheryl Nemhard. And that's Nem hard with a B in the middle. <laughs> and uh, you can also hit me up on on my website, CherylNemhart.com, to book me for speaking or to see what I'm up to and all the things that I'm putting my hands to. Guys, it's been an incredible journey. This is the journey of life. It is awesome if you are open to learning. I always say we are teachers of life by the stuff that we go through, our mountaintop experiences, our valleys, all the things that God leads us through and all the things that we learn are lessons to be shared with other people. But it's so important that we stay in this posture of learning. Nobody's arrived. We have so much to learn, guys. And today we're going into the classroom of life and we are learning about a huge topic. There's so much talk about love and romance and relationships, especially around this season of February. It's the big thing. Uh, But I wanted to ask a deeper question, which is, what does it look like to love yourself? And is there a healthy way for us to love ourselves without it bordering on uh, narcissism or ego? And some people say that self-love is vanity, that it can go too far. And I wanted to explore all of that with an incredible guest. Guys, you're going to be blown away. I am speaking today with registered psychotherapist, author, and inspirational speaker, Andrea Boea. And Andrea has served individuals and couples and families through some of the toughest experiences to help them with growth and healing for almost 20 years. Andrea is passionate about listening far beyond our words and listening to the important voice in our hearts that's often silenced by life experiences. She's equally passionate about bringing awareness to the gifts of God, the strength that is in all of us, mind, body, and spirit, and really restoring pathways of healing in love for ourselves, and that's what we're talking about today, and love for others. She's authored two books. One is Legacy Moments, which is a beautiful book on how to intentionally live well and love well in families, and the other one is The Heart of a Good Thing which is an amazing book, guys, on relationships, love, marriage, all of it. And guys, we get to sit with her today. This conversation, like it blew me away. I literally had to listen to it twice before I even shared it on podcast. I shared it with my group life coaching program. I shared it with mentors, anybody that could listen. You are going to want to take your pens out, your pencils out. Guys, we are talking about loving ourselves well, self-esteem, self-worth, and seeing ourselves as God sees us. This is On The Path. One, two, three, four. 
Hey, Andrea, how are you? I'm so good. It's so good to have you with us. It's awesome to be here. Um, super excited to be chatting with you today. Um, I just know that, um, I, like, these guys don't know what's about to happen. I know what's about to happen because <laughs> we just had a little pre-talk, and I just, um, your points are brilliant. And I and I just, I love your heart, always loved your heart. Um, I'd love to ask you just sort of off script, like, why did you choose this profession? What was it about... Um, digging deep into people's sort of emotions and psyche and seeing them well. What was it that mm. intrigued you? I would like to say that I didn't choose this profession, but I was called to it. Come on. Um, and calling is without repentance. Right. <laughs> uh, it's just such um, my heart. I will tell you in this story. Uh, one day someone said to me, they said, so what do you do? You sit and listen to people's sad stories. And I did a jolt. I said, that's how you see it? Wow. Um, because in my world, it is the phenomenal opportunity uh -huh. to be this bridge of unearthing again because we all have the strength and what we need inside to be healed. So to become that bridge to unearth again mm. the strength that we all have inside, there's nothing better than that. So I like to say that my, my calling is my career and it is just phenomenal. Mm. Well, I, I'm so glad to have you. I think, I think you know, God has an amazing way of putting things together. Mm. Uh, his timing is always perfect. And um, I think that you are actually the best ambassador to be talking about this issue of self-esteem and self-worth. Um, I think you've done the personal work. I know you've written on the topic, taught on the topic. So I'd love to, like, maybe kind of put us all on the same uh, playing field, if you will. Um, and let's maybe grab a working mm. definition so we can kind of ground this conversation. Um, what would be, in your opinion, a working definition of self-esteem uh, versus self-worth and, and maybe the opposite of that, the struggles? Yeah. Very good question. Yeah. So let's start with self-worth. Okay. Self-worth is our intrinsic value. It is the just because. Mm. I was created, you are created in the image of God just because. Mm. Self-worth is that value, just who you are as a human being created mm. in the image of God. Mm. Self-esteem is our estimation. So if you look at the root word for esteem, it comes from the same root word of estimation. Mm -hmm. It is our judgment our perception, our underestimation often of this intrinsic value that we have that is often tarnished mm. by life, by trauma, by injury, which then really skews how we see ourselves and how we then project ourselves into mm. the world. And so you would have, I'm sure, might have seen someone done that popular demonstration with the $10 bill or $100 bill, and they would crush it, stomp on it. And, you know, before they do that, they will say, what value is this? And someone would say, you know, this is $10. And then they would crush it, stomp on it. And then they say, so what value is this? So because we have experienced life and all of us, 
have experienced life and we have gone through traumas and we've gone through injuries and we've gone through tough experiences in our life never actually changes our intrinsic value. Mm. But our belief or estimation about that value is what we then project mm. into the world, which we then term esteem. So the perception of mm -hmm. our self-worth that is generally pretty marred mm -hmm. um, is what shows up as self-esteem or what we might otherwise call confidence or a lack thereof. Mm. So I, I love that word show up. I'd love if you, could you, can we go a little bit deeper in For that? Sure. Um, how does low self-esteem show up in our daily lives? Like how would one who's even watching sort of make mm -hmm. that assessment of this checklist that's about to come down of like, oh, I might be struggling in this area. So two things mm -hmm. that most people might be able to relate to pretty quickly, comparison, competition. Ooh, talk about that. If in fact I believe that I am unique, I am created in the image of God. Right. There is one Andrea, one Andrea, and nobody else mm. could be like I am. Mm -hmm. There are many psychotherapists in the city, but if I truly mm. believe that no one can do therapy like Andrea does therapy, mm -hmm. I would never compete with another therapist. Right. If you believe that you are the only Cheryl and there are many people who are doing wonderful things right. like you are, but no one could do it with the flavor, the precision of Cheryl, mm. um, there will be no competition. But because we lack that belief in this intrinsic value, mm. we compare ourselves to others. And so low self-esteem shows up as I am defective. Wow. I'm not good enough. Yeah. I am not lovable. Mm. I am unlovable, unloved. Um, so we call those core beliefs. I have done something wrong, therefore I am a bad person. So wow. we do an outside in mm. as opposed to an inside out. Mm. And then that projects in the world. And the, the, the tough thing about that, Cheryl, is that whatever we project in principle, we invite in. So we continue to almost confirm that underestimation of our self-worth through our projected low self-esteem. Wow. And I love what you said. The What, what would some of those factors be? Like if mm. we were thinking of the sort of, um, if, if the things that um, impact and attack our self-worth and self-esteem would be almost like the enemies of our life, what would they be? The externals mm -hmm. and the internals. Like, right. yeah. So think about it. If you think about our development, and okay. so you've been a child and you've been a mother, um, a child is born. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever looked at any one of your babies as they've just been born and say, you are so messed up? Never. Right. Like most mothers would be like, no, absolutely. Uh, you are so perfect. By the age of two, we have a term, terrible twos. Yeah. By the age of two, the most common word that a child would have heard by that time is no, don't do that. No, put that down. No, don't go there. Mm -hmm. And so by the age of two, they actually start to repeat what they've most heard. Mm. So we have five senses. Mm. It is the port of internalization. Whatever we hear, mm -hmm. whatever we see, mm -hmm. what we taste, what we touch, so what we smell yeah. becomes internalized through our nervous system. And then it goes through our limbic 
system, which really holds that emotional memory that becomes a collective memory over time. So it is the, there is a need for this corrective journey. So that's the external mm -hmm. that then becomes internal mm -hmm. and then projects itself back out. Mm -hmm. uh, so part of what gets affected for most of us is our ability to rationally think. Mm. If I were to say to you, do you believe that you were created by God? If I were to say to you, do you believe that you were created in the image of God? Mm -hmm. What would you say? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If I were to say to you, do you believe God is perfect yes, in all of his in, ways? In all of his ways. Right. You would say yes. If I were to look you in the eye and say, Cheryl, you are perfect. How do you experience Ooh. that? Wow. You just hit me there. I, I would struggle. I would struggle with that. Right, and most of us will. Yeah. Because over time, we have collective memory that says not good enough. Yeah. Defective. So good. We've internalized life yeah. and then redefine our self-worth. So good. By the experiences of life when it should be the other way around. We should show up and say, even though mm. I am perfect, yeah. even though I am lovable, even though mm. I am. And then if you show up with, to life with that type of, you will then invite. Mm. And so tell me, you said something that really hit me hard, emotional memory. Mm -hmm. Just just a few thoughts of, of that, just to help someone understand that phrase. Right, so if we were to come back to development. Yeah. Um, if most of us tell our story, we'd say, you know, at the age of two, I, you know, it might not seem so deep. I was called terrible. Mm. Um, at the age of five, I felt abandoned because the wow. father who said he will come to pick me up never showed up. Or, by the way, he was just never there. Right. Um, I store that as a memory, emotionally and otherwise. Yeah. Um, I can make meaning of that, that I am not good enough. We call that a psychological negative bias. Mm. So we have a way of making meaning in the negative direction. Mm. Most people will say something like this after the fact. I'm sure you've heard a sermon. You will not have gone through what you've gone through because the enemy never attacks someone who isn't valuable. Mm. But true, if we're telling the truth, whenever we're going through anything, do we say it's because I'm so valuable? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're saying, I, you know, what's wrong with me? And, right, yeah, all these right. So the negative meaning that we make over time, you could say, when I was about 15, I was violated. Yeah. When I was about 25, I, I got, wow. you know, left or abandoned yeah. by yeah. someone that I was really in love with. Yeah. We store, store all of all that, that mm. um, consciously and mm -hmm. unconsciously. Mm -hmm. And then that information becomes what we pull mm -hmm. on to define ourselves worth. And, and what I'm hearing from you, and let me know if I'm right, is that in the storing of all of this emotional memory, uh, whether we want it to or not, mm. it shows up. You got it. Yeah. Because in whatever, unexpected ways. You got it. Yeah. Whatever is inside of us behaves itself. Mm. Say that again, please. Whatever is inside <laughs> of us behaves itself. Wow. Whether it, we acknowledge or we know we're conscious of it or not conscious of it, yeah. uh, whatever is inside Side of us ourselves. behaves itself. Right. And it's in its in whatever its manner is. 
Right. Oh my goodness, that's so good. So, so good. I just need to tell everybody who's listening, everyone who's watching, such a good conversation. So what, what is, you know, what is it that um, causes us to struggle in the area of seeing ourselves, like, you know, mm. the way God sees us, of loving ourselves as God's image? There seems to be a real uh, blockage there. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's one of the biggest struggles we have. Right. Um, and, you know, all of us could put up our hand. We... All of us could identify with what we call in counseling language, the internal critic, mm. a critical voice that's in all of us. It's mm. automatic. Mm. It, it comes up and yes. if someone is walking around with a critical voice mm -hmm. that says you're not good enough, you're not lovable, mm -hmm. what happens is that our brain works by referencing memory. So for example, your computer, if you've worked on something and saved it, saved it, saved it, saved it along the way, when you actually do a search, it will pop up. Mm -hmm. But if you've never saved it and you don't ever have a backup and you do a search, nothing will show up. That's how our brain works. So when I say to you, uh, do you believe God is perfect? Do you believe you're made in the image of God? Do you believe you're made in his likeness? And then I say, you are perfect. Automatically, your brain goes into that memory bank right, right. and searches for the reference. Yeah. And if it doesn't find it, Come on. So it's it's difficult. That's why when someone comes to most of us and gives us a compliment. Yeah. Because we don't have a reference for I'm good enough. Yes. I deserve. Yes. I would say, oh, I've had that talk for 10 years. It's just an old. Mm. To stop and inhale and say thank you. Right. Uh, becomes really difficult because there isn't a reference right. inside. Right. And so because there's no reference, we struggle daily to see ourselves through God's eyes. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, I, you know, when I think about like this journey to finding ourselves in God, mm. seeing ourselves through his lens, um, you know, you hear a lot of buzzwords like self-love, for right. example. Um, and many people think that self-love is the it's it's you know, it's it's the panacea. It's the it's the all healing uh, thing. Um, is is it the final destination? Uh, do we have the right interpretation of mm -hmm. what self-love really should look like and be? Uh, tell me about that. Because I, in my mind, and I may be wrong, it just seems very uh, overexposed, overused, mm -hmm. misinterpreted. Just talk about that a little right. bit. Right, and overexposed, overused, um, maybe even not good. Talk, oh, talk about that, um, please. I think there's a balance. Mm -hmm. um, that could be about just what we've pretty heard and stored over time. Mm -hmm. um, if most people show up and they're like, I'm awesome. Do you know that I'm awesome? Oh dear. I'm, I'm just perfect. Mm. Um, tell me, if I were to interpret your oh dear, could you expand on what that was saying back to me? Mm, that, that, uh, that seems like vanity to me, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So sometimes, or more mm. often than not, to do the thing that is helpful is actually reinforced as not helpful. Wow. We have believed a lie for so long 
that internally, intrinsically, just because God made me in his image, right. that I am fearful, I am wonderful. We have believed the opposite for so long that when we hear the truth, the truth then appears to be a lie. Oh my goodness. So true. Right. Wow. The abnormal has become normal for most of us. And so there's a difference. Most of us know that there is a clear difference between confidence and arrogance. Share that. There, because there, there is almost good self-love and toxic. Right. Okay, yes. Right. But we've done a sort of shut it all down. Mm -hmm. um, so needing to sort of reconcile this good with ourselves. Yeah. Um, and as it were, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Wow. Um, I, I, I don't even know where to go from here. There's so many questions swirling in my mind. How, how would we, so we know that there is, there is good self-love, mm -hmm. a healthy version of self-love. Right. Um, and, and that is also, obviously there's, there's realism sprinkled in there. There's some humility, um, this sort of like, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. And there's no flaws, not mm -hmm. healthy. Um, how do we, how do we build up? How do we build up our self-worth? Um, how do we how do we fix the holes in our lives? It's what would be some of the good, steps? Yeah, such a good question. Um, care, care, care about yourself enough. Be willing to care. Wow. Be willing to care for yourself like God care for you. Wow. You are His witness in the earth. Mm. Be willing enough to. To love yourself like he loved you, he who knew no sin mm. became sin mm. so that you could be elevated. So when you love yourself, it's actually a compliment to God. Oh my goodness, say that one more time. When you love yourself, mm -hmm. it's actually a, a compliment, compliment to God. To the creator. Yes. Wow. You're saying, yes, you did well. Mm. Yes. Yeah. You did well. Yeah, I love I love my model. <laughs> yes. I love what you made. Yeah, yeah. you got it. Yeah. You got it. And so there is moments like that when we sort of come back to the just now, as I was saying that to you, all of the experiences that I've had in my life that are not been that has not been so good yeah. was a shadow just now. Come I was on. like, I'm complimenting you, God. Mm. You did well. Mm. Um, and invariably, because our life works sort of on automatic pilot, that stuff's going to come back. Mm -hmm. And so you remember mm -hmm. this and what you did and what you didn't do and right. what happened to you and what you went through. Right. So how is to really challenge that ongoing, mm -hmm. to challenge that voice and turn up the volume, turn up, turn the, up volume. the volume on that. the voice of God, be willing to, to care, challenge the mm -hmm. critical voice yeah. um, and turn up the volume of the voice of God. Turn up the volume of the voice of the people around you that truly care for you. Yeah. Then secondly, care. Affirm yourself. Yeah. There's a scripture that tells us about the power of encouraging yourself in the Lord. Come on. Right? Affirm yourself. If for whatever reason you don't yet trust yourself, trust the scripture. Say, I'm fearfully and wonderfully right. made. The scripture cannot lie. That's right. So affirm yourself, encourage yourself in the Lord. Yeah. Reach out. Mm. Sometimes we really need to borrow the brains of the people who care about us. Mm. Because our brain 
is in that critical mode, yeah. is in that destructive. Yeah, it can be a toxic Right. Um, so reaching out to the people who care about us, reaching out to somebody who is qualified, who mm. can uh, give you, you know, add strategies to your life, because most mm -hmm. of us do as much as we know. We know what we know. Mm -hmm. And then I can connect with you and mm -hmm. you know more than I know and then I gain mm -hmm. from you. Mm -hmm. um, so that reaching out is reaching out to um, be reinforced in mm -hmm. the positive about who we are, yeah. um, but also reach out to share that. Mm. If someone compliments you, inhale. Love that. If someone compliments you, yeah. inhale. Inhale it. What? Open your body. Yeah. Just to receive it. Come on. Because don't we say, as soon as someone says something uh, complimentary, we're like, oh, no, no, no. Right. Yeah. Instant rejection. <laughs> right. What you're doing when you do that, most of us, in, if you think mind-body mm -hmm. work, super important, we're spirit, mind-body. Mm -hmm. Most of us, if you're in a threatening situation, mm -hmm. exhale. Mm. Right? So, I mean, we no, we inhale, actually. Yeah. We, <laughs> so the yeah. signs of anxiety. Yes. Right. So when someone gives you a compliment, just a reframe, inhale, then exhale. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah. inhale, then exhale. Love because that. when you do that, you're allowing your body to receive this message yeah. that this is good. This, this is okay. Is if you're in a threatening situation, if you're in a forest, if you're in a downtown area and you feel somebody following you, the last thing you're going to do is breathe slowly. No, you're not. That's right. right. Um, so allow your body to be, your mind and body to be open. That's this. how you're going to reframe that storage of memory. Oh, I love this conversation. Um, you know, when we were talking uh, just a little bit earlier, you mm. were beginning to touch on this word care. Right. And I remember you said you had some deeper meanings for it. Gosh, right. I'd love if you could right. share that with us. Right. So that's, that's where I was just starting, actually. Yeah. So challenge the critical voice inside care. Yeah. Right. So be willing. Yeah. Every day. Every so day. It, it's not an automatic process. So it has to be an intentional process. The inner critic. Challenge the inner critic. Yeah. And it, when you challenge the inner critic, you're lending opportunity to turn up. Yeah. The volume on yeah. the voice of God. Turn up the volume on positive thinking about yourself. So good. Then affirm yourself mm. is the A. I love that. Right. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Then the R is reach out. Mm -hmm. Not just reach out for support to come to you, but reach out to give support. Mm -hmm. So scan your world. Compliment the people in your world. Yeah. Tell the people in your world what you like about them, mm -hmm. like in them. Mm -hmm. Right. And then evolve evolve yes oh do you, just just stay right there for camp there for a second evolve how it's 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 important to change and grow it's and important evolve. to yeah. right yeah in you know the things that work yesterday are not the things that are right. going to work today right. evolve in the way you admire yourself right. evolve in the way you respect your worth mm. Evolve in the way you honor mm -hmm. who you are. Yeah, and what you allow to be said to you and, and the treatment that you receive, even right. that evolves. You got it. Right? Oh, my you goodness. You got it. If most of us, we kind of just center ourselves and get into that God place, mm -hmm. um, make it more of an everyday habit that you, you can meet yourself again. Mm. Create a journal called Meeting Me. I love it. And write 10 things. Start with one, if that's all that comes up for you. One thing that you admire about yourself. Oh, I love this. And that one thing, if you weren't you, you would be super jealous of you. Right. For most of us have 
a one thing at yeah. least yeah. Um, and continue every day. This is what I admire about myself. This mm -hmm. is what I love about myself. This mm -hmm. is what I like about myself. Mm -hmm. Wow, so healthy, so healthy self-love and identifying all the wonderful things about us mm -hmm. is not vanity, it's necessary. You got it, it's a compliment to God. Yeah, it's a compliment yeah. to God. It's, it's a compliment to God and, and it, it is what we need to rebuild. Because yeah. I think what the journey is to reconcile yourself with yourself. Mm. Uh, so we were created without spot. with yourself. Yeah. I love that. Reaching back to that. Yeah. To that self. And all of us could put our hand up. Life has happened to us and mm -hmm. life has a sure way of messing, mm -hmm. damaging, oh, yeah. messing with, messing up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All <laughs> our of it. image. All of it. Um, that doesn't mean that our worth has changed. So the journey is to continue to reach back. Oh, I love to that. To that worth. Oh, this conversation so yeah. good. I, I, I think I want to end on this note because I, I just know you have some nuggets to share still. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else on self-worth, uh, self-esteem that you'd like us to know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. It's okay to love yourself. Mm. Yeah, and I, and, yeah, and I hear that. I think you need to say that again because you're almost giving us permission all over again. Right. It's okay to, to love ourselves. It's okay to love yourself. Mm. Um, and the, there's a powerful scripture that teaches us the importance of not pouring new wine into old wineskin. So it's important to attend to what you have believed about yourself. That is a lie. Wow. It's important to unpack that first. Wow. And then really allow yourself, give yourself permission to pour in what's new and what's true mm -hmm. in evolving. Wow. Yeah, it's important to, and sometimes again, we do the best that we can. Mm -hmm. Just reach out to the people that love you. Mm -hmm. You know those people that when you call them and you say, I'm just so not good, I mm -hmm. suck, and they're like, are you losing your mind? No. Yeah. Do you know that you're awesome? Like yeah. Cheryl Nemard, you are uh, amazing. <laughs> and now I have to breathe in. Yeah. Right. This is so hard to take it. Yeah. Right. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, reaching out to that support and giving yourself permission to yeah. both unpack. Fine. Um, you know, if you know, I have a friend that's named Cheryl and, and mm -hmm. say you are my friend. Mm -hmm. Find your Cheryl out there. My goodness. Right? Find that safe space where you can unpack. Oh. the old safely without judgment wow so that you can in fact you know safely inhale and oh. you it's okay to love yourself oh life-giving words from i'm going to call her therapist andrea mm. in the house life-giving words uh to all of us today i want to ask you um there's many people that are listening um who feel like they need a bit more work yeah. Um, they need to dig deep. They need some help. Um, doing it on their own is not enough. Um, and I know that you uh, have a practice. Yeah. Can you tell us how people can find you and connect with you? Uh, so you can find me at legacymoments.ca. 
uh, if you go to the Andrea Boea um, page on that, that website, um, there is a tab that says beginning counseling with Andrea Boea. If you just want to pitch me a question, perfect, you can do it that way. We are all growing. Yeah. All of us are growing. Um, and so it's okay. It's okay to reach out. When you reach out to me, you would know that there's absolutely no judgment and it's a safe space. I to love be. it. And Legacy Moments is uh, coincidentally, the book that you've written as well, right? Right. So Legacy Moments is the first book yeah. uh, that I've written, and it really is about recapturing who we are. And so generationally, Love ensuring it. that there's legacy uh, that is pure and untainted, that mm -hmm. God intended, really flows and interrupts what has interrupted that. Mm -hmm. And then my second publication is The Heart of a Good Thing that really so empowers marriages to come back and relationships to oh, come back to that it. boldness of love that God intended. Uh, because in fact, uh, if we look at the state of relationship now, there is no shortage of need and mm -hmm. the abnormal have. Mm -hmm. It has become the normal. So there's a strategy oh. uh, to rediscover, to revive, to, to reignite and oh, to restore what God originally intended. Well, uh, you've written a book on families. Right. You've written a book on marriage. Right. Please, Andrea, therapist Andrea, I hope you're writing a book on self that at some point that you'll, you'll take us through the journey of repairing inside. That'd be so good. Well, thank you for, I often say Cheryl Nemhart, <laughs> that the things that make us sort of um, move inside or yearn inside are sometimes the way that God is calling to us as friend. Yeah. So um, I'm going to yeah, hold your that. hand and yeah, say a book that. is going to come we out of that. you on self. We need that. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> she just did it right back at, right back at you, girl. Um, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us and, um, and, and just opening up yourself and, um, and your heart and your hands to uh, walk us through okay. uh, this issue on self-worth. Um, what's your closing just to someone who is uh, hurting uh, mm. and, and you can just look at them in the camera, what would you say to someone who's really struggling? You're not alone. Mm. You're not alone. Uh, I can't say that loud enough. You're not alone. Uh, you have not been forgotten. Uh, you are loved and you are lovable. You are not defective. Life has happened to all of us. Um, and when we really reach out as community in this sense of connectedness and oneness, uh, we're really truly able to grow and to heal. It is possible mm. to heal. Mm. It is possible. It is possible to heal. And so as we always say in the Lighthouse Project, this way forward, mm. uh, we are moving out of the darkness and the storm and the fog, and we are reaching for the light, the mm. lighthouse, which is God. Guys, thank you so much. Love you. And let's keep pushing towards wholeness. See you soon. Wow, what an incredible conversation. I told you guys, I told you, wow, what an incredible conversation. I want to thank uh, Andrea Boea again for her insight and her wisdom and for inspiring us and challenging us to see ourselves as God sees us. And, you know, this is such a perfect time. I get so excited when we move into this segment of our podcast, and I think there's no better time than now to move into our repeat 
Eat After Me segment. And if you're for, if you're new to the podcast, this is an opportunity for us to really pull down what we have been talking about in a practical way. Uh, this is an extension of our podcast. It's where we say some affirmations uh, that are sort of bubbling up from our talk. And um, the Bible says that we uh, need to speak life and speak well over ourselves, that there is power in the tongue. And we, uh, no matter what faith you're in, all believe that there is power in what we say over ourselves. So this moment is for you. It's an opportunity to um, pick yourself up, to encourage yourself. And if you need uh, just more reinforcement, I always invite you to come back to this moment and just play it again. And uh, all you need to do is just sort of find a quiet, still place. And uh, if you're able to do so, if not, just uh, say the words back in your head. And if you're able to say them out loud. So without further ado, repeat after me. I am a child of God filled with purpose and destiny. I am fearfully and wonderfully made by my creator. I recognize that God has made me a masterpiece. I will not shrink or dim down, but I will shine bright with all that he has given me. And lastly, I know that I do not go alone. God goes with me. God goes before me. Well, guys, if you said those affirmations, I am just so proud of you. We are on our way to really knowing what it means to have self-love and to live a life uh, understanding our worth. I just want to say that this has been such a joy and an honor. Guys, 10 episodes, we're double digits now, uh, onwards and forwards, um, just great, great things to come. We're moving from glory to glory and the best is yet to come. Guys, have an incredible week. I can't wait for you to hear who's coming up next. I'm going to leave it as a bit of a surprise, but you are going to love it. Guys, keep tuning in. Please keep sharing. Please keep subscribing. And until then, keep living, keep loving, keep learning, and keep loving yourself well. I'll see you on the path. One, two, three.